You may be seated. You know, I'm a little surprised as we take a look at this third commandment today. It was read in the Old Testament from Exodus chapter 20. If, if you count all the words, now I counted them, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, so if you get bored during the sermon, just count the number of words there in, in uh, Exodus 20. I counted 99 words, 99, 99 words, all to say you really ought to take a day off. I mean, that's it. That's, that's the third commandment. Now, if I were God, and you can thank God that I am not, but if I were God, I don't know if I would take so much time. I mean, he's going to write 10 of the most important things that we should ever know. He takes his little finger and he literally writes in a tablet of stone this command that is so important you should live it throughout your life. Now, he doesn't say that much about murder, and that's a pretty serious subject. He doesn't say that much about adultery. He doesn't say that much about stealing. But 99 words, all to say you really ought to take a day off. Now, in our culture today, you are literally swimming up the cultural stream if you take a day off. Now, most people take two days off, right? We call it the weekend. You work five days, and then you have two days where you rest and relax. God is saying not only should you rest today, but you should also take that same day to focus on him. Now, Bill Gates, and I feel a little bit sorry for Bill Gates because he's no longer the richest man in the world. Do you feel sorry for him? Not, not the richest man anymore. Still has billions and billions to his name, but no longer the richest man. He was asked why he's not a believer in God. And he said, well, simply from a, a, in terms of time allocation, religion is not very efficient. Okay, he says, I could be doing a whole lot more things on a Sunday morning than going to church. And 80% of America would agree with him. 80%. Now, if you believe the Gallup polls or the George Barna polls, they will tell you that about 40% of Americans are in church on any given Sunday morning. But what they're really saying is that 40% of Americans go to church. Only about 20% are actually in a church <laughs> or watching a church service this morning. So in that regard, Bill Gates would be Correct. There's a whole lot more things that you could be doing this morning. So we're going to do a little audience participation. So what could you be doing this morning? Just shout it out. Where, where could you be? Sleeping, right? And, and some of you are going to do that anyway. I just, you know, let's be honest there. You're going to sleep here anyway. So, you know, you might as well get out and do it, right? So, yeah, a lot of people are sleeping in this morning or just lounging around the house watching television, you know, catching up on all the, the news stories, uh, watching ESPN <laughs> religiously, continuously. Some are catching up on their TV shows because you can do that at any time. If the weather were a little warmer, where would people be? At the beach, at the lake, at the cabin, in the mountains, 
a lot of people are going out to brunch. So, you know, we're going to try and get done early here today so you can, you know, beat the, the brunch crowd, right? Make sure you tip a little better. Have you seen this in the news where Christians are getting a bad rap because they don't tip at brunch? Don't be them, all right? So there are all kinds of places for people to be other than here. But Bill Gates is incredibly wrong, as are 80% of Americans and people all around the world, because there is nothing more efficient in recharging your batteries than taking one day a week off. And that's really what we want to talk about this morning, how the Sabbath, the Sabbat, this day off, this time out, is going to recharge not only your spirit, but your mind and your body as well. So let's begin with this. Number one, with our mind, we are to remember the Lord's day. It says, remember the Sabbath by doing what? Keeping it holy. So remember the Sabbath by keeping it holy, because everyone needs a mental break. Everyone needs a mental break at least once a week. We need a time out from what we're doing the rest of the week. We need something to take us away from the drudgery, which so often happens in our work week. Now, you have to understand the context here. Someone tell me, where did God give the Ten Commandments to his people? Where was it? Mount Sinai. So Mount Sinai, the people have been in Egypt for 400 years in slavery. So how many days off do you get when you're a slave? None. So this was a 24-7 culture. They're working all the time other than when they were sleeping at night and a little bit of a break they would get to eat. And that's about it. And so God says, no, I want you to take a day off. And in doing so, this Sabbath, this day of rest, will remind you to trust in me for the other six days of the week. Now, in Crystal Lake, there are at least two businesses, maybe more, but there are at least two that are not open today. Do you know what they are? Hobby Lobby, Chick-fil-A. Probably others, maybe others. And why is that? Truett Cathy, who is the founder of Chick-fil-A, understood that he could make more money in six days than other franchises could make in seven. And according to almost every survey today, Chick-fil-A is one of the most profitable fast food places that there are in the world. He trusted God and rested on the seventh day. And Hobby Lobby is no different. The Sabbath reminds us to trust God for the other six days of the week. Now, I would submit that remembering the Sabbath is a lot like remembering your anniversary. So, not everyone is married here, but you can relate to this. So, my anniversary is August the 14th. So, on August the 14th, I will get up in the morning, and my good wife, Sharon, she will ask, and do you know what today is? (laughs) And I will dutifully say, yes, today is is our anniversary. Now, if that's all that I do, so if there is no dinner, no card, no gift, no other memory, 
This will indeed be a very special anniversary (laughs) because it will be my last, right? (laughs) Now, we wouldn't do that, would we? No, we remember because it's not just with our mind. It's with our heart. It's with our being. It's with our essence that we want to remember. And that's what we do on the Sabbath. We're telling God you are special. You are important in my life. I am here with you in your house on this day. So remembering the Sabbath is a very special time. Begins with our mind, but also it's about our body as well. So with our body, we're to rest on the Lord's day. Now this is both a positive and a negative command. It's the only one of the ten. If you go back and review them, the positive part is remember. Remember the day to keep it holy. Set it apart. That's what holy means. But also there's something that you should not do. And he spells it out. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. Laura earlier was telling the children about creation. Even though the Ten Commandments come later, the observance of a Sabbath had come much earlier. And it comes from creation. Now, God did not get tired because he is God, and yet he rested. He did so to set an example for us. I should probably ask the praise team here, Uh, You have rests in notes, correct? Right? You You don't have those rests because you get tired playing, right? But you do it for emphasis, right? It means the next note's going to be really important. So pay attention, right? So God has done that as well. He did not get tired, but everything else does. Raise your hand if you've ever been tired. Okay, I'm a little tired today. I've been doing this all morning. A little tired here. Now, I know it's the only day I work, so it's, that's okay. But, you know, I can rest the rest of the week. So we all get tired because that's how God created us. We're fallible human beings. We can't just keep on running. We're not like the energized bunny. We've got to recharge. We've got to refresh. In fact, this is how God has made all of creation. Even the dirt needs to rest. True? Any farmers in the room? Yeah. Gardeners? Right. You've got to give the ground some rest. You can't just plant stuff and have it grow all the time. So when I was growing up on the farm, we would put corn in one plot of land one year, and then the next year it would either lay fallow, nothing at all, or we'd plant beans or wheat or something else, so that the nutrients could be put back into the soil. That's you. You can't just keep going without a day off. Your body needs that. It would be like running a marathon constantly. We'd eventually get worn out. But also the Sabbath puts you in control of your work and not the other way around. Your work should not control you. You rather should control it. That even means that on a Sunday, even though you may have taken the day off, You can still do stuff. No one's saying don't do stuff. Go relax. Go have fun. Be with your family. 
even do a little work. That's okay. Just take some time off. Because you need that rest. The Sabbath is made for you. Not the other way around. We are not to be a slave to it. It is not to be a burden, but a blessing. So every Sunday morning I get up and I go, oh my God, I have to go to church again. No, I don't. And I hope you don't. I say, oh my God, what a great day. Sunday is a wonderful day. I get to be with God's people. I get to hear the word. I get to be encouraged by like-minded people. I come to the sacrament and I'm energized. I'm fed literally by the body and blood of Jesus Christ. I hear absolution to know that I am truly forgiven. I see the cross and I recognize the sacrifice that God has made for me. I think of the empty tomb. And I'm reminded that life is not just for this earth and the material, but it's eternal. And God has prepared a place in heaven for me. King David said, I rejoiced when I got to be in the house of the Lord. I pray that you have that same kind of attitude. Because you see, finally, it's, it's not just the mind that needs to be refreshed. And it's not just our body that gets tired, but our spirit, our soul, our essence as well. Have you noticed the the bookends of Exodus 20, 8 to 11? It begins, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it what? Holy. And it ends, therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it what? Holy. Because it's not just a day of rest. It's a day of worship to acknowledge our God, to recognize what he has done for us. Now, most Americans, in fact, most people around the world, treat Sunday as a holiday. Somebody tell me, where does the word holiday come from? Holy day. It was meant to be holy, to set aside, not just to rest. Life is is more than just working in playing. There's far more to this life than those two things. Now I could give you a whole litany of excuses why God's people aren't in worship regularly on the Sabbath. But I'm just going to give you one because I hear this one a lot and that is this. But Sunday is the only day I can spend with my family. Have you heard that? Have you said that? When I hear that, I want to do this. Maybe with a brick wall. Really? What better place to be with your family on God's day than in God's house? to receive all the blessings that our God has for us. You see, it's not just a biological family that you're a part of. You're God's children. He's your heavenly father. He loves you so much that first he made you as you. 
Can you stop and think about that? Every one of you is unique. Even me, and I'm an identical twin. I'm not my brother. I'm me, made for this place and this time to receive God's blessing and to share those to make a difference in this world. And you can say exactly the same thing. But he hasn't just created you. He has redeemed you. He's bought you back. What's your destiny without the Lord? It's eternal suffering in hell. An eternity in separation with God. But because God loves you, he sent his son to die for you, to pay the price, to make the sacrifice, to forgive your sins, so that each day you can receive the abundant life, not just material blessings, not just physical health, not just the rest that you need, but an eternal relationship with him. So that every day you can live life to its absolute full, not just thinking about working and resting, but being in communion with God himself. That's what today is all about. Parents, you love your children. You want the best for them, don't you? Of course you do. And so you make sure they get a good education. You take care of their physical needs. You have a roof over their heads. You feed them every day, twice a day, three times a day, four times a day, five times a day, half a dozen times a day if you're a teenager, right? Can you imagine not giving your child a meal for an entire week? That's what you're doing. If there is no focus on God and his word. And so by being here this morning, you are doing the most important thing that you can ever do for your children. To bring them into God's presence and into his house. To hear about his wonderful blessings and the love that he has for each one of you. And so, if you are using that excuse, then I truly feel sorry for you because your family really must not be very important if you don't spend any time with them during the rest of the week. And Sunday's the only day. Can somebody tell me why we worship on a Sunday? and no longer Saturday. He is risen. It's Easter. Saturday was the Sabbath because that was the day that God rested. He worked on the first six and Sunday's the first day of the week. And so they rested on Saturday. But in the New Testament, people came to this great revelation, this realization, Easter, he is risen. And so, what better day than to rest, but to also focus on, the God, on God and to focus on worship than on the first day of the week. And so here we are. How many of you were in Easter service, I guess now three weeks ago? Anybody in worship? Most of you. 
this church or somewhere else or watching at home. How was it? Was it a good day? Afterward, you thought, wow, that was a pretty good day. Pretty good day. Great music, great songs, great worship. I felt refreshed. I felt energized. And the donuts, oh, we didn't have donuts. Huh. The fellowship was pretty good. The refreshments were great. The flowers were beautiful. Three weeks later, I still have that feeling. That's what we do every Sunday. Every Sunday is Easter because we set aside the time to realize that our God has risen from the grave. And you remember the message? Because of that, there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of because God has conquered it all. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a little 90-day challenge. Now, I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, you are an automobile. Can you do that? So you are an automobile. Now, why do we do that? Here's the reason. What? I'm an automobile? Well, what do you do with your car? Do you ever check the gauges on that thing? Or are you like me when I was 16 years old and I just jumped in the thing and thought it was always good? And then found out one day when that little needle goes down to E, it doesn't go anywhere. Well, that's some of you. Your little needle has gone all the way down to E. So check your gauges, would you? Check your gauges. Check your mental gauge. Are you refreshed? Are you sharp? Or are you mentally exhausted? Check your physical gauge. Are you fit? Are you healthy? What kind of shape are you in? Are your tires flat? (laughs) Uh, Most of us have the spare tire. That's the problem. And spiritually, are you walking with the Lord? So what I want you to do over these next 90 days, my challenge to you is to take a day off. Now, do the math. You're not taking every day off, so you don't have to do this every day. In 90 days, every seventh is how many? 12, 13, depending on how you do the math. Can you do that? Over the next 90 days, I want you to check your gauges. Take a day off. Even if it's for an hour or two to focus on the Lord, to rest from everything else to be in worship and see if at the end of those 90 days you are not more productive than you are today. That would be worth it right there. See if you feel better than you do today. That would be worth it right there, wouldn't it? Do you have more peace than you do today? God has designed each one of us Take a day off because our minds and our bodies and especially our souls need that. And not only to rest, but to focus on what is truly important. Not the things of this world, but the things of God that last for all eternity. May God grant to you that same kind of peace. Well, let me end in this. Has anybody ever been to the cemetery and seen on the tombstone R.I.P.? What does it stand for? 
Rest in peace. Hey, don't wait till you're dead, all right? (laughs) Rest in the Lord now. He said, come unto me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's a promise that you can believe. Amen? Let's pray. Let's all rise for prayer. Heavenly Father, we are regenerated mentally, physically, and spiritually through your word and sacraments and by the rest that you provide on this Sabbath day. Help us to weekly take a time out to honor you and find the rest our mind, our body, and our spirit so desperately needs. We pray all of this for Jesus' sake. Amen. Go ahead and be seated 